0: God, that gets me fired up every time. Mainly because I know it's the start of the show, you freaks. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the MFG show. My apologies. I was out last week, did not uh, keep the streak alive, uh, but for good reason. Ladies and gentlemen, the MFG household officially has not only a graduate. 2022 class south river high school but a legal adult age of 18 we had kind of double time on the uh, on the well not really the parties but i mean like celebrations i mean like it it's just been a crazy crazy last 10 days uh to throw it all together in a matter i think it was i think it was nine days that we factored all this in no i'm sorry eight days we had a senior award ceremony uh, for some academic awards, the girl child had won. We had a athletic signing day, but uh, because she will be participating at college uh, in an NCAA athletic team. Her high school does a cool little thing where they do like a signing day type thing. There's, you know, the only cameras there are those of those of the parents. But the, um, the, the cool part is the AD gives a nice little speech. They get in front of a cool uh, school banner, sit down, uh, pretend they're signing a piece of paper showing that they're signing their letter of intent to go somewhere. It's awesome. It's, it's a really cool way that they go about it. <clears throat> and uh, so we got to do that. So we went senior awards. We did that. Um, we had, uh, well, my birthday. Uh, which is inconsequential because then two days later was girl child's 18th birthday where we did a big 18th birthday party surprise for her at a local establishment here with some family in tow. want to thank all of them for coming. It was great. We had both sides of myself and the luscious family there. Uh, packed the room a bit. It was awesome. Uh, for, for all of you that could make it thank you so much, it was, it was so great plus a bunch of, of the girl child's friends which made it all, all the worthwhile then they came back here and spent the night uh, not, not all the families but uh, the, the, uh, her friends came back and spent the night uh, to which we followed up with graduation and then college orientation yes, all of that happened in a matter of 8 days and I will tell you I was exhausted by Sunday I did nothing and during last week, the last thing I was thinking of was, hey, how am I going to carve out some time to do this podcast. Uh, not because I don't love it, because I do love it, but because I'm just soaking in those moments, man. Uh, as, as I talked about a couple episodes ago, man, when you just like when you dive back and take a look at it, it's hard to imagine as you get to each of these stages that time has gone by so fast. It really does feel like it was just yesterday. Uh, that, you know, she was, you know, this little thing I was changing diapers in, and and, and now she's graduating high school. She's down at Beach Week right now, which is also kind of scary, but, you know, as I told a good buddy of mine uh, when we were chit-chatting, that, you know, hey, I just have to take faith in the fact that we've done a great job as parents, uh, and she's a good kid, and she's having a great time. I hope she's being mildly irresponsible because that's what this week is all about. Uh, but not too irresponsible where she gets in any trouble or gets herself in any trouble. Which led to like a fun conversation, right? It's like, what is that conversation you have with your kids when they're going to be leaving for the first time for an extended period of time? And I don't mean like when they're going to a sleepover or a sleepover camp when they're like 10, right? That That's not the same thing. We all know what I'm talking about here. It's like when you send away like for beach week. And I can say it was a weird thing, but but... Also very easy in terms of the conversation to say, hey, look, this week you're going to go have fun. I want you to be, you know, as the Lush put it, she she used a great phrase. I want you to be smart, dumb. Be silly, have fun, be kind of dumb, right? All the stuff we talk about here on the show. Do silly shit while you're down there. But be smart about it. Uh, Understand that guilty by association is a real thing. Drink lots of water. We did provide her a couple of liquid IVs. Shouts out to Liquid IV, although they're not a sponsor. They could if they want to be. Um, but also just you know, letting her know that, hey, look, be aware of your surroundings. Know what's going on. Uh, accept a drink from nobody. Keep your own drinks, whatever you got to do. Uh, and just be smart. Be aware of what's around you. Know how to get in and out of somewhere. And if shit starts to go sideways, leave. Doesn't matter who's there. Nobody needs to be a hero. Just get out of there. Uh, and, and so far, so good. So far, so good. She's been sweet. She's snapped us a couple of times while she's been down there, so you know, not intruding on her time. But she's she's crushing it, and and that's kind of what's been going on here. Uh, now we're just readjusting to life. That's going to be a little bit calmer and quieter till August. August, it gets a little crazy again with the whole college thing, getting another kid ready for his senior year. We hope, um, and uh, you know, just doing the 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 summer thing as a fam. One thing I did want to bring up, though, in this opening segment, before we get to all of the other fun segments, because, yes, I am flying solo today. There is uh, no guest today. I am working on a few more people, actually. So stay tuned, as we'll have some more guests coming up. Um, Parents, can I just... I have a small pet peeve. If you have your kid playing in a sport... For the love of God. Can you learn the proper terminology? That's all I'm asking. And it's directed specifically. Look, most sports have very similar terminology. Quarters, periods, overtime, points scored, points allowed. But I'm going to focus mostly on you parents that have your kids playing my favorite sport. Best ball. I mean, golf is a close second, um, but I'm no Roberto, so. Um, Either way, baseball. Can we just lay some, some ground rules here? Ladies and gentlemen, they're called extra innings and they're runs. There are zero points ever scored in a baseball game. Zero points. I've watched two friends in the matter of two days make a post about how exciting and great it was to watch their kid have an incredibly competitive game that went into overtime. And I thought, oh, wow, their kid plays cross. And I was like, wait a minute, double-check that picture. That kid's wearing a baseball glove and a baseball hat. They went into overtime. They had this many points. Then the other team scored this many points, forced it to go to overtime, and we scored one point in extra overtime to win. You guys are killing me. I love you to death, but Jesus, you had this many runs, you went to extra innings, and your kids scored more runs. It's not hard. Baseball's been around for 674 years. Look it up. That's a fact. Abner Doubleday, here before Jesus. Maybe Jesus is Abner Doubleday. Ooh, wouldn't that be a twist on all your religions? But either way, just learn the vernacular of the kid's sport you're playing. Like, just let them play it. Learn. Listen. It's not hard. Very basic things. I'm not asking you to understand what a 6-4-3 double play is, what a balk is. Why Aaron Judge has three feet space between each of his teeth. I'm not asking you to learn any of that. But just understand the basics, man. Like I said, I get it. Like Baseball's a little different. Baseball, golf, two sports I like to play. I don't play baseball anymore, mainly because I've got, I think, uh, I've got shredded shoe leather for a rotator cuff in both my shoulders, so there's no point in even trying that. But but golf, I managed to really get my money's worth out there, get out there and just see every inch of that course. You guys know what I'm talking about. I don't play in any Thursday leagues or anything like that because it's date night, but, you know, I get up and down that course, like a boss, sorry, gotta hydrate, sorry, just finished a a solid uh, self-massage session, that didn't sound right, Theragun, on my legs, I have tight calves, tight quads, getting it loose, I'm trying to hydrate, flush out all the grossness, Anyway, I hope you guys have had a great uh, last week or so. I know it's the, the beginning of summer for some uh, for some of you that are still in school. <laughs> suckers. But it's okay. Don't worry. Summer's coming. That stuff's shutting down. Uh, all right. So, as per usual, here we are. Flying El Solo this week. Not even The Lush isn't even in the building today. It's kind of sad. I was thinking about trying to just bring her down here. But then I forgot she had a prior engagement. Planning a camping trip. Should be interesting. I'm not even going. Oh, I was supposed to do an inventory. Uh Uh-oh, she's going to be pissed. I bet I get a text in like a half hour that she needs uh, the inventory of camping stuff we have. And yeah, we have camping stuff. Air mattresses, tents, lanterns, cast iron pots and pans, miner's hat, a pickaxe, a gold sifter, Yeah, so what? We only camp in mining towns. Is that a problem? I'm just kidding. Alright. Enough of my blabbering, right? Let's hit it up. It's time to do some news matters to me. News that matters to me. Alright. What a glorious, glorious past couple of weeks. Number one. The EU is looking for gas alternatives to Russia because they're like, hey, they made the decision like a week and a half ago. No more Russian oil. And then they went, oh, shit, we said that without finding a backup plan. Not good, guys. Like making Brexit sound good now. You didn't have a backup plan. Now you're trying to understand where to go, how to do things. Now that you want to pull out of Russia to try and hurt them on the oil side. And oil, and, and Russia's like, that's fine. We'll just raise the price of oil from us. We don't care. And speaking of Russia, uh, hey, did anybody else see the, the thing going around? Like, there's a dude. Now, you want to talk about the shittiest job you could possibly have. Literally. There is a guy. This is how paranoid Vladimir Putin is. He has a dude that follows him into the bathroom, scoops up, allegedly, allegedly, that's what it looks like, but if this is true, it would lend itself to what happens when dictators go crazy uh, and start to become this overly paranoid, as has been all reports of what he is. Has a dude follow him into the bathroom, scoop up his poopies, no, not take them to FedEx to dump in the poop pipes that spill all over people, But takes them to dispose of them elsewhere so that no one can go in and try and dig out the feces of vladimir putin to determine his current health status i wish that was a fake thing i uh, that i made up that is a real thing allegedly that's crazy can you believe that like you're so paranoid about your weird puffy face that then shrunk down to nothing with your skinny neck and everyone clearly understanding and knowing that you probably have some sort of cancer. But to keep anyone from picking out beyond the visual cues, you're like, hey Other Vladimir Or Igor, I don't know those are the only two first names I know. That are Russian, so I, I apologize to any other Russian dudes with different names. Vladimir. I already said Vladimir. Jesus, I can't remember that. Oh. Hey, Vladimir, you want to come over here? and uh, I got a job for you. Direct from the boss. Vladimir. You're going to walk around with a briefcase. Oh, with the Russian codes? No. With this special bottle of Russian vodka? Nope. With his own COVID tests, nope. Then what's the what's in the briefcase? His shit. What? You mean like from a long time ago that he uses for like stem cells or something? First of all, Vladimir, this is why we chose you for this job because you're an idiot. That's not how stem cells work. And no, it's not old poop. It's also not poop. From FedEx Field, It is going to be his fresh turds dropped in a toilet. Because we don't want anybody that might be a spy to figure out what's wrong with him. The guy looks like he's about to die, sir. It's okay. We want people to think that. Just not know. You know what? For Mother Russia, I'm in. And this has been five minutes of us talking about poop. Uh, I i just used the eu gas thing to get into the poop thing i told you news that matters to me guys that's what this segment's all about uh jumping into uh supposedly a really terrible heat wave um and extreme weather just all over the country out west it's smoking hot it's crazy uh places like denver and wherever having these record high temperatures and then uh That heat wave is now moving across like the Midwest and South, which is causing tremendous storms Uh, here on the East Coast. We've had two days of like crazy, like thunderstorms pushing through. Why does this Why does this news matter to you, Steve? It doesn't. I just read it and I thought you guys would be interested to know weather. Hey, look, it's the summer. It's gonna get hot. It's not a comment. It's not a commentary on global warming or cyclical global warming it's, it's going to get hot, like to see, oh, a heat wave is descending across the lower 48 states. What the hell do you think happens in June? It's summer. Just a quick scientific reference. Uh, in the warmer months, the northern hemisphere is pointed closer as, as, the, sun, as the as the, the Earth uh, tilts on its axis to point closer towards the Sun causing winter in the Southern Hemisphere and summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, Guess what's gonna happen come roughly, I don't know, December. That axis goes the other way and there will be a dangerous cold front sweeping the nation. It's not news, that's my point. It's not news. It's not extreme weather, dangerous heat wave. It's not gonna be 150. Everyone in the country at some point in time over the summer, in the lower 48, excuse me, except for like Maine and Washington, which I love dearly because they don't have this issue, uh, is going to reach 100 degrees, whether it's heat index or just the temperature. So, come on. 150, extreme. I've I've split wood for hours in 110 degree heat and 100% humidity down in beautiful Alabama. Did I die? No. Sat down, had a cold beer with my buddy we didn't talk for 45 minutes as we both had to try to stop hallucinating anyway moving on third story uh this one just hits me because i thoroughly enjoyed this interview and conversation uh not that one i'm getting to that one in a second uh Pulse Malone was recently on, actually yesterday, was on the Howard Stern Show. And that interview, is fascinating to listen to. Um, It's fascinating to watch. Uh, It's fascinating, even if you don't like either person, it's interesting to watch what, hey look, Howard Stern is who he is. um, But at the end of the day, one thing he definitely is, is a master interviewer. He does a great job just asking questions. And really, he doesn't let anybody kind of get away with their shit and and he really likes to dig in on some pretty deep stuff these days. not a raunchy, I guess, you know, whatever. It's it's more than just, well, probably poop jokes like I just did. Um, but Pulse Malone was on there. And the, a couple of takeaways. One, for everything that you might think he is, Pulse Malone's an incredibly polite individual. Yes, sir. No, sir yes sir all all the time and you watch most of the video most of the interviews he does that's what he does and he seems entertaining as hell what a guy but he detailed how a lot of his newest album has come from just some issues he had from drinking and there's a different take in that in that he discovered he has issues with alcohol but he hasn't stopped altogether He's found a way to have people surround him to make him more responsible and he himself has taken it upon himself to be more responsible Which is very anti anything else you you typically hear He has not decided to go completely sober because he doesn't think he needs to be and so far It seems to have worked out pretty good for him So it's an interesting piece. I'm not going to give away all the details of that interview But the piece that did come out that everybody loves and i'm sorry. Yeah, we're back here again Uh most of his songs he writes while sitting on the toilet I thought that was hilarious And look when Post malone first came about and we all got to see you know tattoo face head arm, everything like i've got tattoos everybody knows people with tattoos not a big deal but this dude kind of took it to the extreme right and you saw those memes where, like if you want to know what a visual case of uh of of the of chlamydia looks like this is it and it was like his face all the time when it was covered and his hair was all over the place or whatever and, and it's like okay But then you listen to like some of the talent of this guy, right? He does during the, um, during the pandemic, he did uh, that awesome stream with Travis Barker and a couple other guys from his band, uh, Post Malone's band, uh, spread out throughout his very large house. I think Travis Barker may even have been in a different house altogether, but they basically went and covered nothing but Nirvana songs for like an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is fantastic. Fantastic. Like the dude is supremely talented. Say what you want. Oh, he uses the voice modifier. So many people do. Who cares? But he writes his own music, he performs his own music, he can play his own music. The dude's supremely talented. Does he look like the underside of a dirty hobo's shoe? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean he sucks. Just being his own person. And in today's age, we're going to come back to this, we'll be first full circle today, he's unapologetically, he's 100% authentically him at all times. Now to the other interview that happened. That's right, I doubled down a fourth story and a second celebrity story. If you have not watched just even clips, don't go watch the whole thing because trust me, you will want to bash your own head in with a sledgehammer. Um, after watching it, the the Amber Heard interview with Savannah Guthrie, it's unbelievable. Um, if you look, nobody really cares. Like okay, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard came out of that trial both looking like assholes, and Johnny maybe a little less. Right. We were able to flip the script and see, oh, wow, hey, sometimes dudes get taken advantage of by ladies in the media and it almost ruined his career. And, you know, hopefully maybe it bounces back, but maybe there'll be some equality that everybody always talks about and that hers will come down to his level now, too, uh, just because of of how it all turned out. Either way, it doesn't matter. We all saw all this i mean between the way amber heard answered questions on the stand and the way it appeared again allegedly that she was snorting coke during before one of the answers hilarious um but just the way she danced around things and and seemed as if to be acting in a movie in a courtroom during that whole thing i'm beginning to think she actually is just insane because that's what this interview sounds like. It sounds like that's what she's doing. Like she's acting as if she's in a movie about this whole scenario and she's playing a part. Nothing about it seems authentic. It all seems contrived and completely acted out. And if this is not what she's doing, then this woman is nuts. Like I've heard the you know the saying that actors are a bit crazy because they're always playing somebody else, but like this lady's lost in that world. It's, cr- it's terrible. And to watch Savannah Guthrie literally just sit back and you could see the look on her face like, I can't believe someone with this low of an intelligence factor has gotten to be this famous. Which may swing back to the whole Post Malone thing and your thoughts on him. But he's not. a Pretty intelligent guy. Uh, so, yeah. So, so that's just what's going down on the streets. Uh, and news that matters to me. But since we're done with that now, and covering all of that, it's time now for us to do sports. Sports, sports, sports. Sporting World mandatory mini camps for the NFL, right? Let's talk about the king, the king Domino, and everything the NFL in all and all sports in all the land and all the sports in all the land. The NFL sits atop uh all of our attentions right start local here right because everybody's made a big deal about this mandatory mini uh lamar jackson finally showed up and what is being hailed as a very strange way for someone to do business um lamar jackson who has been controversial uh, about the way you know he's clearly about to be due for a very large payday yet has no intention of engaging with the Ravens but insists he has no intention of ever leaving the Ravens um reports have come that we may just be seeing for the first time ever a gentleman who genuinely wants to earn his big payday by getting to the Super Bowl or at least getting further in the playoffs two or three times in the playoffs now in Lamar's career none good showings ah the 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 last one uh two years ago won a game Team played pretty well, but the defense played probably better in that game. Um, but maybe that's what it is. And maybe it's just the case. And he didn't show up. So, of course, there, there was all that news because of the Deshaun Watson contract that was absurd, which we're going to get to that here in a second. Um, but the big thing, you know, when you look at these contract things and then you say, oh, well, how are we going to read into this further? Because we're the media and that's what we do. You look at, oh, my God, the voluntary OTAs. He wasn't there. They're voluntary. He's a veteran. The offensive coordinator did not change, which sadly for us Ravens fans means the offensive scheme probably hasn't changed much. What does he got to be there for? They drafted two new tight ends. Yeah, probably his new center. It'd be good for him to get some reps in. It's June. It's June. We still have a month and a half before training camp starts. There's like another one or two mandatory mini camps. Like they got time, guys. Settle down. If that guy understands how to read coverage or how to how to set protection protections and get the ball in Lamar's hands, what are we worried about? And all signs point to that. He's there though for the mandatory one now. Supposedly looked good through a pick today. So he's in midseason form already. But still the best athlete on the field wise there. So let's give them a break. Let's give all these guys that don't attend voluntary OTAs a break. I mean, it's it's okay unless you have a whole new team around you, right? Like if if you're if you're Jalen Hurts, right, or Derek Carr, uh, you probably need to be there because they brought in a whole bunch of new weapons for you, right? You need to do that. You don't need to do that if you're there. <laughs> if you're Deshaun Watson, it's probably the only football you're going to get to see maybe ever again. 26 women now. 26 women I will admit and eat some crow here I have said for the longest time when this first started I shouldn't say for the longest time when this first started about the whole Deshaun Watson thing I thought wow ironic that a guy who's been squeaky clean his entire career college, high school uh, the NFL everybody knows him as as wonderful spectacular Uh, all of his teammates love him he demands a trade and all of a sudden there are some ladies that come out with sexual misconduct accusations. And they get to... They don't... They're not uh, deemed worthy enough to be indictable charges because there isn't enough evidence. Um, okay. And you think this seems... This just reeks of a setup. So I understood while everything was going on. <laughs> but the way this just keeps tearing out, man, it's impossible to think that anymore. This guy is sick. He... Has no respect for women. Um, and like, I, this dude's like just a, a predator of some kind. And it's not great. Um, what's also not great is that according to just about every source that has seen the contract, uh, the Browns are fucked. There were some reports after like the 24th came out like, oh, any new ones helped void this guaranteed money. No, not the case. That is all false. The first two or three years of the contract are in escrow and are fully guaranteed there have been multiple former gms that have seen this contract and could not believe any team's front office signed it because it appeared as if the agent wrote it strictly for his client and that was it and you may say well goldie i don't think that that's possible i don't i don't Know that they would do that. One, it's the Browns. Yes, they would. Like It doesn't matter who the owner, GM, whoever that is. They make bad decisions. Think about it. Deshaun Watson is from Atlanta. From there, I believe. He's either from Atlanta or from New Orleans. I can't remember. He's from the South. And when this whole thing was going, the reports were it was down to Carolina, the Saints, and the Falcons. And out of nowhere, after being eliminated, the Browns are back in and are the choice. You tell me how that happens. Don't tell me that they didn't offer, that the other teams didn't offer a a huge contract. They did. I'm sure they did. But what? How did the Browns get it? Mm. You write your contract for us and we'll just sign it. Like, that's what it sounds like. I'm sure there's more complexity to it than that. But like, what are they doing? It like that that's it. They're stuck. They're gonna be stuck. And oh, by the way, they better hope Jacoby Brissett is gonna be better than Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield ain't showing up and playing for that team. I understand that if he shows up and he as long as he is on the roster and he shows up for the mandatory stuff after a certain date, he automatically gets his was it, eighteen million signing bonus. But I mean, why is he gonna stick around? Was he whining about it a bit much? Yeah, I think so. It happens in the NFL. It's the way it goes, dude. Like it's it's a business. Like they're looking for somebody that they think will be better at any moment in time, no matter who you are. Peyton Manning was given his release from the Indianapolis Colts. Because Andrew Luck was coming and they didn't want him to sit. And Peyton certainly wasn't gonna sit. Baker Mayfield, you are no Peyton Manning, buddy sean watson is no andrew lock clearly but hey good luck to the browns on that one hate to see a division foe have such a horrible time <laughs> uh and in other sports news and it's a little bit of sad sports news for the for you wrestling fans out there i don't never hit anything with you wrestling fans uh everybody's favorite daredevil high flyer jeff hardy arrested again on dui charges looks like a slip from the old rehab infamous uh jeff hardy infamous for the um uh what was the name of that uh impact wrestling uh pay-per-view appearance where he was completely i don't know high and drunk out of his mind uh for a show it's just bad all the way around bad but sad for him hopefully he gets himself fixed up taken care of this is not a hot take on that just i hope I hope that he gets some help, uh, gets himself back on the right track, because he did it for a while and had a, had a great rerun back through that in AEW, the WWE and AEW, so uh, best of luck to him uh, the team that I think is the closest to the best team I've seen since those Bulls teams of the 90s the Golden State Warriors are one game away from clinching another title, um I'll, I hope they win that's all I'm going to say I hope they win I, I think this team is incredibly well coached is incredibly well put together um, and it's just a joy to watch those guys play um, they, they change the way the NBA works with their style and hey look there's plenty of other guys that are going to have opportunities and hopefully the Celtics can continue to be as good and maybe come back and do this again but man Golden State one game away how awesome man that's so cool So cool. All right. That's it for sports. Now, how to be a good human. Let's get it. How to be a good human. Hells yeah, Fred. I got it right this time. See that? I didn't even say better human. Good human. How to be a good human. Uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, and I mean it, and I've tried to impart this, especially in this time, this season of life, for myself, for the lush, um, for our, our, our exes uh, that have helped, well, that, have been, that are a part of this blended family that we have. In that we are at a stage of it's time to move our children on, and how do we impart upon them as they, they get ready for adulthood, What is it that that you want to impart to them? And and I think this ties into how to be a good human. And I think that is without question. Be 100% authentically you. It doesn't mean be selfish. It doesn't mean be a cocky prick. That doesn't mean those things. What being 100% authentically you is. Is make decisions based on what's in the best interest of your world and what I mean by that is that that should be those people that are in your closest circle that should be there as part of your closest circle not dictating what that circle does you need to be able to make your own decisions based on the things and chase the things and the people that fit who you are Everything in this world is a better place when everyone is doing them. And interacting with other people as them. As being authentic. Not fake smiling or fake, oh, hey, let's get together because I miss you. I haven't talked to you in nine months. If neither of you have reached out in nine months, ain't nobody that busy. Unless one of you is in the military or orbiting space. Be authentic. When you see someone that you haven't seen in a long time, but you have made no attempt to reach out to, and they've made no attempt attempt to reach out to you, don't say, oh, I miss you. No, you don't. Just say, it's great to see you. And that's something I try, I'm trying to impart upon the kids. I want you to be your person. They need to be their person. The world needs everyone to be yourself. No matter how weird you are, doesn't matter. Because those standards that you'll set for that will set up the rest of your life. You'll live by those standards. Which means, in some way, and it's going to sound a little like crystal-y and like, you know, ooey-gooey or whatever, the universe will naturally flow things, the direction, the things that match up to what it is that you are setting as standards for yourself. And the baseline to setting that standard for yourself is being authentically you. If you like something, own it. Doesn't matter if everybody else hates it. I Fucking loved Creed. <laughs> I loved Creed at that time. Actually, when Creed song comes on now, I'm still ready to rock out. I like Nickelback. I think Nickelback puts out great music, but that's one of those unpopular things. So it's okay to be authentically you. Do that. Spend some time finding out who that is. And maybe you don't know who that is. What is authentically me? What is it that I want to do? Figure it out. Take time. Talk to people. Ask your friends a question that most people won't ask. Find those friends that you, would ask, that you can ask the question of, Hey, what is it about me that you like? And also, what is it about me that you think seems fake or not real? ask the people you think will give you the right an- will give you the most honest answer, the most authentic answer. Because being authentically you, holding on to being you only makes everybody else better. Because individually, our authentic selves are enough for everybody else. I'll leave you with that. I hope y'all have a great rest of your week. Enjoy. You know where to find me. Instagram Steve underscore goldbeck. Shoot me an email, goldiesplayground at gmail.com. I'm more than happy to chit-chat with you, set up a time for you to come on the podcast, or just hang out. Either way, continue doing some silly shit, you freaks. Talk to you guys next week. Deuces!